Hey, hey guys. guys! Welcome back and thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Something Wild, Something New. My name is Danny. And my name is Tal. And welcome to a sinfully addicting podcast series <laughs> made by students for students. Get it? Talk is sin, like the oh, club, sinfully. Daddy. No, no. Okay. Yikes. Um, <laughs> I I I'll be doing you a favor and erase that joke from my memory. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, so, anyway, in this part time series, we will be spilling some major tea. So, bring your cups. Uh, we'll be sharing stories from our industries and bringing you back to the roots of the art. That's right. And then eating you right back to the present. We will be comparing the old and the new. Ooh. Ooh. Now, Tal, um, last time Miguel and Daddy, our club reps for visual arts and film, shared their insight on the role of color in Ted Phillips' Joker. Do we have any thoughts on that one? Well, Danny, certainly they had a lot of interesting insights to share, but I think today we get to show off our roasting skills. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> we have found the perfect topic that really shows how music and dance Y'all ain't work ready. together interactively. Oh, yeah. Even if it's trash. Oh, that's right, Tal. To our loyal three listeners out there on the web uh-huh. right now. We know you love trash, so we brought it to you today. Yay! <laughs> Disclaimer though, if you are a rising social media star, good please, luck. Good luck. Um, please be prepared that we will potentially be roasting your favorite app today. Now, mm-hmm. on to today's topic TikTok. Is it making the arts fade? Ooh. But first. Let's get to our introduction. That's right. Okay, so who 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 are you? Who am I speaking who, with today? Who I be? So Maya, as there's a stranger most in my home, guys. No, already. <laughs> I am in her house right now. <laughs> Just casually broke into my apartment. Yeah, I I found out where she lived. Exactly. So. She just wanted to have some salt. It's okay. It's great. Some salt. Some salt. I'm assuming. <laughs> I don't know why you want to break in here. There's nothing to steal. You're attention i don't know i just want attention from someone okay okay she'd be desperate though okay (laughs) so my name is tal like i already said and in sin i am the vice president of music industry wow Mm. wow okay my background in the industry is that i played the piano for a couple of years but i currently mostly dj because i'm not good at playing the piano that jump from the piano to dj i know (laughs) (laughs) There was some music music theory there. Uh huh. Just a little bit. That's difficult. Very difficult. Um. So I now I DJ as a hobby and recently on campus, but currently d- due to the mm, the COVID thing. Oh um, yeah, Ro- Miss <laughs> Rona. Miss Rona. She Ms. do be Rona. here sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> um. I'm mostly posting my mixes on SoundCloud and actually making TikToks as well. Ooh, um, yay! We're not okay, guys. Like we're an accepting community over here. We do not judge our hosts on their choices of tiktoks before they say anything so let's give her a shot over here yeah um i took some audio engineering courses as well which gave me more experience with music production but um, it's kind of too hard for me right now um (laughs) yeah so since i cannot study music i am majoring in commerce with a marketing specialization and i'm generally interested in combining business and the creative field Specifically with social media promotion. Ooh, I don't cook, I don't clean, mm-hmm. but let me tell you how I got this oh. commerce degree. Is this a TikTok reference <laughs> already? What? I don't know what you're talking about. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, God. 
But yeah, I was born in Israel, then I moved to Mexico for a few years, and I'm half Chilean. Oh, so you definitely enjoy the Vancouver rain weather factor. Oh my god, right? no. That's I like, am a summer, I'm a desert girl. Uh -huh. <laughs> bad yeah. choice, bad choice coming here. They told me it's the best out of Canada, so I can't. Okay, argu arguably though. Yeah. I mean, like, weather-wise, I think like we're on the luckier side than, you know, Alberta. That's what I heard, yeah. So we can't complain too, too, too much. Yeah. That's fair enough. Oh. Okay. We're, at, we're at a nicer time. A little right Dumbledore now. clap for the introduction, guys. A Dumbledore but clap. But on to Danny's introduction. Thank you for introducing my name. Mm -hmm. Yes, very nice. So, <laughs> guys, hi, hello, our loyal fans and followers. <laughs> the multiple ones we have. Yes, loved by millions. Um, I'm Danny. I am the VP Dance and Coordinator for the dance industry over at Sin. Um, for my background, I've been dancing for majority of my life, like a proper mm -hmm. Russian Jewish girl that I of am. Of course. And I started off in ballroom dancing when I was six years old, and I've been doing that up to the pro am level until I was eleven years old, and I mm -hmm. competed representing BC in the provincial championships. I did a couple overseas gigs. Um, I competed in both standard and Latin, so I did that for oh my gosh, quite a while. That was fun while it lasted oh. um, in terms of getting into other genres I have gotten into street dancing about three years ago I've been a part nice. of the weekend warriors dance crew with Harbor Dance Center um, I've been an apprentice crew member with Chris Wong with culturally defined I was an intern with KDA Korean dance industries in Seoul and I've been an intern with them since September as of this year working in operating media relations and online I'm oh. the founder of my ADJ crew, who were the gold duo winners of Vibe 2020. And on my own, I'm a freestyle, whacking, and hip-hop competitor in the local scene, just for life fun. Just for I, fun. Just for fun. I, I, nice. I like to cry and put myself to sleep that way, so that's oh, my hobby. But classic. Yeah, that's me. Hi. <laughs> my major is English Lit cries no it's literature um and language um i aim to go into education management because i have no friends um oh i'll be and friend. i am oh thank you so i got one i snagged one great we can end the podcast here like i got what i wanted um and i am originally from moscow russia that's is me Amazing. hit me up for that cute accent Mm. Mm. don't be cute no it's very terroristy i don't i don't recommend it no 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 no. only slips out like when i'm nervous too so it's it's not a cute one okay guys well hopefully now that you've had a chance to get a little bit better acquainted with your two lovely hosts mm -hmm. for today um tal shall we move on to something about roasting not just ourselves but to the actual topic today roasting let's, them talks let's roast the talk let's roast the talks guys let's move on to them questions okay so for our first question we're going to be answering what is your stance on tiktok Ooh. um and i would like to know your personal usage of it so yeah we got a couple of categories under this question right yeah. we got yeah. personal usage who do you watch there's fave content and then there's the fave challenge slash trend okay spoiler none of them <laughs> but um... lies i say cap i call cap <laughs> so let's start with um the personal usage part because this Ooh. is interesting okay so, so I really wanted to be the one who say that I'm better than all of you here today <laughs> and be like, mm, I don't have TikTok, but, 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 okay, tall, hear me out. <laughs> I had to get TikTok in preparation for today's discussion. Mm -hmm. So 
I am a fresh newbie on TikTok for the past week. Yep. However, no TikTok before that, guys. Exactly. No TikTok before that. However, I will admit that on my Insta Reels, I mm. do get a bunch showing up all the time. Oh, and I'm sorry, guys. Like, I'm, guys... You can't escape it. You can't escape it, can't you escape it. no. It. And I mean, like, in the dance studio, the amount of times you do a renegade. Ah! <gasps> it's painful. Oh, no, no, it's no, painful, no. yeah. Don't those images in my head. So, yeah, just personal usage, social media. Pops mm. up every once in a while. What about yourself? I scroll obsessively on TikTok all day, every day. Okay, and guys, so I'll drop Tal's uh, phone number and address after this. You know where to show up Drop my TikTok, please. Yep, everyone, okay. drop my TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> If exactly. anything, and follow me. Exactly. Oh, yikes. So I've been recently using it to post, like, um, DJ and grow a platform of some sort. She tries to justify herself yeah. under the shop. Yeah. I okay, do like that. Okay. It allows me to make like a short video of me mm-hmm. where you can see me and hear the music because I think it could be more engaging than a boring like long ass mix I post on SoundCloud. Oh, um, that being said, that train. not really found any success yet. <laughs> so, I mean, it's one of those things where social media, it's an investment. Like either yeah. way you have to do commit to it yeah and you have to spend a considerable amount of time just, uh, right and i'm actually yeah. kind of curious i mean if anybody knows out there how much time does it take to build a solid following mm. on tiktok is it that different from instagram is it not from what i heard it takes a few months of posting a few videos a day oh, okay a so what i do right now is i only post one a day because it takes me a while to actually record them okay but that's fair. you're supposed to be ideally posting like four videos at a time wow and i mean like, to, like a lot of them are very aesthetically pleasing videos i mean yeah like i'm thinking the amount of editing that goes into everyone and if you're committed right. to making that even one minute mm-hmm. post it's every day too much work for exactly one little thing i I'm, think once it yeah for someone like me it was just um a side thing for me i mm-hmm. don't want to put too much time into it but i guess for people who are really invested in it and right. have a following it's worth it that's true, but then again, um, it is kind of its own career, even though the people who kind of I think give people crap grow to people from there. Do. No one really makes money from TikTok, but they make money out of the platform mm. they gain on onto other things. I mean, there are a lot of content houses now yeah. along oh. uh, around the globe. Okay, <laughs> we are I've not talking about those people. <laughs> They're not TikTokers. Okay, all I'm saying, all I'm saying, they get in their cash money. So, you know, if I get to get paid 100K for looking seductively at a camera while, like, lip syncing Katy Perry, I do it. I do it. I'd sell out. That's why she downloaded it, actually. (laughs) Don't call me out. Okay. Oh, yeah. Who who do you watch? Um, I honestly, I don't watch anyone specific. I like the TikToks that are kind of funny. Uh-huh. Uh, I like the DJs on TikTok that I kind of take inspiration from when oh, okay. I started making TikToks. Mm, what about you? I love watching the cooking ones. Like mm. anything food related is so satisfying. There's this one yes. girl, oh my gosh, that I follow. She's from the US and she does these homemade 20 minute recipes every mm. day. Or like she does like a five minute challenge, a 10 ingredient challenge. Ah, oh, my broke I'm student. Right now. Me too. <laughs> It is dinner time, guys. It's exactly. right now. We still have not eaten, so you know what? It's okay. We'll get through this. We'll get through this. Now, what about a favorite challenge or trend? Honestly, there are too many for me There's to choose from. Because she knows. There are so many. Cultured. They are just, you know, a trend for a month. Done. Mm-hmm. New trend. Done. New trend. Over. Old. Uninteresting. It's just, it's like, one after one, it's like, you forget about them. That's true, easily. but isn't it amazing how much creativity it takes to keep thinking up of new yeah. challenges? I'm thinking, like, y- y'all, it's got it's to stop somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Please. 
I know, like, you can really do... You can make a joke out of any small thing. That's and true. have it become a trend. So then, prank content is your favorite? Uh, not prank. Just, like, I guess sketches or people that are, like, relatable and talk about stupid everyday things. Ah, okay, okay, And then, okay. I do have appreciation for musicians using it to promote because oh. I think it's a smart, like, promotion strategy. That's nice. But yeah. Oh, very creative. Okay. Yeah. Um, for myself. What's your favorite trend? Okay, I have two types trend. of favorites. I have mm-hmm. a favorite where I actually really do promote the content mm-hmm. and that I approve of the things that they're making. And mm-hmm. then there's the one where it's so cringy that you love it. Yeah. So, so good. So my favorite one, there's this one um, TikToker slash Instagram persona. Actually, I really recommend checking, me in, checking him out. Papermaker Star. And mm-hmm. he is a guy, I'm sorry, I don't remember where he's based, but he's promoting... Um, dances that are um, derived from the African diaspora so Mm. Jamaican dance hall various Afro dance hall pieces and he does an authentic portrayal of Mm -hmm. what the history the culture behind those dance moves are and I like the way that he's promoting it in a safe space manner so he's really inclusive on educating people about the roots of where this dance is derived from but at the same time he's so welcoming I mean you could have Uh a little kid from China you know copying a a set or you might have somebody who becomes an Afro dance hall teacher from Mm -hmm. Sweden I mean it's a very uniting and a very positive I feel outlet for people to get educated on Afro dances now that one where it's so cringe that I love it Oh gosh, there's so many to choose from. That is, that is, ah, oh, man, it's it's difficult. If I, I if I want to keep things dance related, yeah, yeah think, uh, keep things within the sphere of dance. Oh my goodness. <sighs> or actually anything. Anything at all. TikTok. I feel like the one where it's kind of related to dance. So it's uh, it's this one where a person does this very vague arm movement, calls that a dance, and it goes like this clip transition between them being already vaguely attractive and then boom renegade they're like even more attractive so i think i think i would define that as tiktok yeah that is the definition i would put on pretty much content and it's just done in a cringy (laughs) way like guys it's just it really doesn't show off any dance exactly and And i mean a lot of them try to like swing it around to be in a sexy manner Mm -hmm. or in a way that's you know very evocative now, I've been trained in femme style, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times you're going on stage, you know, your director is going out there, ladies, live your lives, like, you know, um, give it a sexy feel, give mm-hmm. it a sexy vibe. It's not um, derogatory to say that something is sexy. It's, it's mm-hmm. a quality, right? That comes it's an entertainment value. Exactly. Like, but it here's can the thing. be a part of an art. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But where it does become an issue is that when it's over-exaggerated, and that's when, you know, we have a lot of these TikToker dancers who are portraying sexual movements in a way that gives them a bad rep so Hmm. they're not trained to do it in how do i say this they're elegant manner you know what my what goes in my head when i when you're saying that is yeah you are when you film a tiktok you're being sexy in front of your phone (laughs) you're not in front of an, an audience you're not trying to deliver like an engaging performance you are looking sexily at your phone pretty much pretty much pretty much and yeah, just it's like the fact that it's um, given kind of a bad rep to the people that are propagators of the style. I mean, a lot of these sexy styles, mm-hmm. fun fact, they are actually crafted by the gay community. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, like uh, if you have a 
TikToker who's, you know, really focusing on the arms or just on the facial expressions. Mm -hmm. Guys, that was stuff that was born in the clubs in the 70s and in the streets. It was something that has been articulated by the gay community to evoke feminine, feminism, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's why a lot of the arms, they're very detailed, like your expression, there's a focus on that. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, it's just kind of interesting to look at it from both sides of the perspective, like just entertainment. Uh, content or can I judge this as a dance piece right so so, yeah there's that that is really interesting exactly okay so want to move on to the second question of course which is so moving on with the second question being when does emulating become appropriating Tal if any takes okay so I think we both have different arguments I agree with what you have to say but I think looking at from music and dance perspective is two different things so what I see as appropriation is mm-hmm. when you take an artist's music piece and right. you attach a different meaning to it mm-hmm. than what was meant. Um, Dif- meaning the- in terms of the stylistics or the literal meaning? The literal, the like, what I mean is you take a sound mm-hmm. made from a song made by an artist and you put a random video of it mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with the lyrics has nothing to do with the intention of mm-hmm. the artist. Right. And is possibly, like, erasing interesting musical elements. Right. Because your video is just distracting from that. Okay. Okay, I see. So it's kind of the flashy facade over what's actually supposed to be underneath the piece. That's what you're saying? Yeah. Kind of? Okay, I see. And the reason that this bothers me is because uh, if you guys are familiar with the TikTok trend under the song day and night right by kid yeah Cody. you mentioned that one um i actually saw a tweet from kid cody saying that he doesn't fuck with, <laughs> uh, with what? um uh, french french he doesn't fudge <laughs> what they did to my song nice, on tiktok nice, nice. taking out the lyrics i'm not flattered uh, it's, it's a big trend it's blowing up right now and it's right. using it's being used for like comedic purposes but i can see that he's like you know, I don't know if it's offensive to him or right. he just feels underappreciated as an artist. I mean, it is kind of heartbreaking. I mean, mm-hmm. artists that are out there and they're representing their culture, they're living their truth, which yeah. is, you know, it's their blood, sweat, and tears just embodied into a piece. Right. So it must be kind of heartbreaking to see that people are making a meme out of it. But then, yeah, yeah. do you know this very, very popular GIF mm-hmm. meme? Um, Sometimes they ask you when it's okay, but you're not okay. But yeah, 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 yeah. So Katy Perry actually said that, right? Mm-hmm. And do you know the backstory by uh, by chance? Uh, yeah, that I one? think I, I've seen exactly that right. And yeah, for yeah. anybody who doesn't know, I mean, the backstory behind that gif was um, she was called by her husband at the time, who was Russell Brandt, I believe, mm-hmm. and he broke up with her over the phone before she was supposed to go off on a concert. So the fact is, this woman should be given. A Nobel Peace Prize. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, a huge right. round of applause. The fact that she actually gathered her courage and went on with the show despite literally losing her husband. Yeah. But, yeah. It that's another thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yikes. I think, yeah, I... Also, based off, off of that, I think... I don't think there's wrong in using music for other purposes than intended because it's music and it is made for the public to enjoy and listen to and use, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you can't really define what music is meant to be used for. Right. But I just don't like that it can make musicians and creators feel somewhat ridiculed, Mm -hmm. um, and feel like they're 
their art is being used for just entertainment or comedic purposes. Okay, fair enough. So when, where do you draw the line? How can TikTok music remain authentic to its creators? Or is, I mean, is it okay for them to use the music to begin with? I honestly think you can't really do anything about it. I mean, yeah, it's and sad I'm, I to see that artists are right. And I'm pretty sure that you know about this, but I mean, there are. Um, ownership laws mm-hmm. surrounding yeah, yeah. a lot of things in life but music and dance are not one of them mm. it is extremely difficult to like actually reap the benefits of the piece that you produce yeah um going off of dance um there's a very famous uh, choreographer named leah kim and she actually went into open court disputing mm-hmm. um art um movements that were stolen specifically from her but mm-hmm. i mean it's a sport in, in a sense it's both yeah. an art and a sport a right. lot of people will argue right. well how can you um judge me or how can you sue me for using that one piece and then it blew up um that's not that doesn't belong to you right Mm -hmm. does that kind of exist in music as well i would say it's it's funny how sounds go viral but you Mm -hmm. don't know the name of the song you don't know the artist a lot of people i I can recognize the 15 second snippet that's used Mm -hmm. in a tiktok but i won't know the actual song and i won't be able to go support the original artist so i think that's right. sometimes an issue when if we're talking about recognition of the right. original creator so would appropriating but would appropriating look like i mean if you take a song that is inherently techno mm-hmm. and you try to turn it into something poppy or is that just mm-hmm. the song being deconstructed i would say appropriating to me just refers to um different having giving a different association to a mm-hmm. song that was than was intended by the original artist. Right. It's just using their art for your own, like, mm-hmm. clout, view gaining, that stuff. Right. That's yeah. very interesting because, I mean, like, as a dancer, you're trained to listen to music, right? Mm-hmm. There's always that argument, what came first, the chicken or the egg, the mm-hmm. dance or the music, but they're one and the same. Uh, one cannot they go really the other. Yeah. Exactly. And, I mean, you do have to know how to read music to an extent. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't, you're not expected to be a musician, mm-hmm. but you have to train your ear to listen to different components. So a lot of the exercises that we have in the studio is um, we're played a same song, mm-hmm. but then it might be a remix of a song, which could be in a completely different style. A style mm-hmm. could start off uh, being old school hip hop, um, and then suddenly it's being revamped into um, Caribbean mm-hmm. uh, style, or it might be remixed into a house disco format. Yeah. And you're expected to still pinpoint what's the bass, what's the melody, mm-hmm. what's the lyric, what's the tone, what's the rhythm. Um, and one might argue that it's, is it appropriating because it's completely transcending its category oh. mm. or is it just a new expression for the song? Is it still okay to do that and still for it to be used on TikTok? I personally think there's nothing wrong with remixing or okay. uh, releasing a bootleg. Bootlegs are unofficial <laughs> releases of remixes. I think there's nothing wrong with using existing pieces to make something new out of it mm-hmm. and I think the reason remixes exist is because the original artist sometimes wants a different take on it because mm-hmm. you know if you have like a really nice set of lyrics or a really nice set of like um, main melody you can actually do so many other things with it and right. creating another version of it will just um, lead mm-hmm. to a new song potentially right, right. that you can listen to separately but then TikTok does something slightly different, right. which is 
really just benefiting off of <laughs> yeah exactly i think it's just it's not so much even saying that you know oh it sucks that this um music was stolen it's the fact that what was done to that music oh god like it's mm-hmm. unrecognizable at some it's point the, it's you know when we're talking about music there's a lot like i listen to music and i feel experienced emotions mm-hmm. based on the melody not even lyrics sometimes like tiktok you mm-hmm. you're viewing the video right you're not paying attention to the music mm-hmm. okay no that's totally fair i mean um if you take this question and flip it to the side of dance mm-hmm. um when is appropriating uh emulating become appropriating this is a whole huge discussion actually mm-hmm. i did uh, an academic thesis paper on this mm-hmm. for <laughs> writing thing is that it's in on the sphere of hip-hop we're focusing specifically on tiktok specifically so emulating yeah. and appropriating yikes mm. yeah. i think there's a lot of cultural elements yeah definitely definitely yeah. i mean the biggest rule is that you know as long as you're an active member mm-hmm. of the hip-hop and dance scene or actually whatever dance scene you are if you're in mm-hmm ballet you're in ballet if you're in jazz you're in jazz if you're in hip-hop you're in hip-hop if you're in street you're in street Mm -hmm. as long as you're actively contributing to that scene to that culture then it's okay for you to be in that scene occupy a space in it and not appropriate it but expand it in a way that still retains its values right be a part of it exactly Mm -hmm. exactly so i mean like um there's no denying that hip-hop it originated from the bronx in new york Mm -hmm. And it was born from as an as a reply to oppression from the black community, right? right? They're the OGs, they're the propagators of the mm-hmm. dance, um, the black community. And as you know, I'm I'm a white female. Mm-hmm. I initially felt very wrong being in that scene, thinking mm-hmm. that I'm offending the people who created the space by occupying it. But the truth is, that's not what has to happen. As right. long as you do your research, you learn your basics, you learn. Um, you know, to do the actual movements and to do the actual research behind the movements, then and knowing the it's history fine. Too, like, exactly. And it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So in that case, um, appropriation on TikTok looks like the person who never studied hip hop, as it should be. People who just use songs because they're popular and trending. Exactly. Without knowing. Exactly. Really. Or I mean. Um, it's such a it's such a vast topic. I don't know if I can even like cover all of it. But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you can't portray if you don't do your research. Like you got to train for it. Yeah. Um, I think it's not a problem as long as you don't call yourself, you know, a professional. You yeah. know, there's absolutely no issue with somebody you know saying that um, I like to dance on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Please, please, please do. But if somebody goes up and says that I'm a professional TikTok dancer, uh, no. Yeah. yeah. I I don't like the fact that tiktokers are even labeled as dancers i yeah. think they move yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's that there's that yeah I, you can call it movement not dance in, in my perspective but exactly i mean like it's the same thing as you know you can't be called a doctor if you don't go to med school you can't watch like Grey's anatomy and be like right, right. i will do open it's heart surgery similar to that yeah okay <laughs> it's, it's kind of the same i mean thing. like it's not as severe like right. i'm not gonna like open your chest cavity but like <laughs> you still got to be trained in what to do right right so yeah tiktokers please please do your research out there mm-hmm. get yourself to a studio Alrighty, guys 
entering sad boy hours. We are down to our very last, last question. Tell part how two. are you feeling? Part, I want a part two. I want a part two, I too. I want a part two. <laughs> I also want a sandwich. Oh, so, I want food. I'm not gonna lie. Guys, it's already seven. Okay, I know. It's okay, we got through this. The glucose levels do be dropping. Okay, really last question. Go. Does TikTok catfish music and dance? Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Catfishing. Let's 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 first define what catfishing defines over here. Right. So, social media is overall a big fat lie, guys. Sorry it, to it do be like say that, that yeah. too. But um, a dance or a song snippet, it's really just a quick flash of what a piece is, right? Yeah. So in that sense, people are given you know a one minute max, one minute yeah, max one to minute s- max. Um, to get an insight into whatever that is. Mm-hmm. So what we're trying to see here in terms of catfishing, can you get a decent understanding of what the music is or what the dance is based on that one minute video? That's the parameter of this question, right. more or less. So yeah. what are we thinking in terms of music? Um... Short answer, no, because mm. I listen to a lot of short trends, I mean, sound, trending sounds right. that are 15 seconds, 20 seconds, even up to a minute. I would, if I were to listen to that song beginning from the intro, sometimes you can't really tell. Right. You're like waiting for that one part that you know. Totally, totally. So um, in terms of, you know, some misconceptions that arise around the music industry that yeah. you've seen on TikTok, mm-hmm. um, are there any like big ones that you remember any of the big misconceptions that you saw once going through mm. tiktok i think something really interesting is um t- and on tiktok you don't really know if something is a snippet of, of a song or if it's just something that was created by a, t- by a tiktoker mm-hmm. and a lot of people are surprised when they find out the song did actually originate from a song right i think that's a i guess that's a big misconception sometimes is assuming like everything was made by creators on tiktok but right it's like you know there's an artist behind it that's very true and i mean the amount of um you know these tiktok singers that sprung up since the app gained popularity over here yeah. um i don't know if you remember the song mad at disney uh, mm-hmm. the girl who wrote it i mean recently on her social media for instagram she posted a huge thank you guys this time last year my song came out when i dropped out of university mm-hmm. um this was not would not have been pop- possible without your support so mm-hmm. it's insane to think that this is something that is created literally in a safe space of your home, but has the capacity to blow up so much. But then at the same time, you're thinking that it's so easy to make um, this bop in your room and then just have it played internationally, but there's a whole lot of work that goes into it. So maybe yeah. that's another misconception, just the amount of grit and hard hours you got to put into making a song on TikTok. Yeah. Um, um, or maybe more thinking towards you know songs that are not created with an intention to go viral on TikTok because right. that's happening now too, right? People right, are just right. making songs because they know they're going to be blowing up on TikTok. Exactly. But I'm more thinking of artists who are just, you know, musicians and their sounds happen to have a catchy or somewhat funny mm-hmm. um, little snippet there and they just go viral on right. TikTok. And without... I mean, you know, every generation has its source of inspiration for yeah. why would somebody be interested in the arts. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure for our parents, you know, it must have been hearing someone on the radio or mm-hmm. um i don't know dinosaurs roaring in the background whatever it was but <laughs> everybody has their source for why yeah. they would want to pursue something so mm-hmm. i feel like for a lot of people who see artists um for music mm-hmm. on tiktok and think that oh i want to be like this producer or yeah. i want to be like the singer they don't get a full picture of how much oh, time sure. they're gonna have to give up for this yeah it seems very casual you know like people making tiktoks 
it's a 15 second video but you have a whole camera set up you have your lighting you have exactly you need like good sound i posted a video with really shitty sound and i got roasted go for check this her one. out go check her in out in the comments <laughs> it went like i got views on it but i got all the comments were roasting me for oh, how no. bad the sound quality was oh, no. because i'm not a professional tiktoker <laughs> guys oh that's <laughs> harsh oh that's harsh so it's you know the tiktokers on a bigger scale like they really do catfish in a way because it you know you're putting a lot of effort into what right. is just a when the tinder profile video. don't match the actual person <laughs> it's a harsh it's a harsh harsh world yeah okay what well, do you think okay well in terms of dance absolutely absolutely i mean it's not uncommon for somebody to turn up at a dance studio and say that, ooh, I saw this music video. I want to dance exactly like that backup dancer. And then they're like, what? I have to learn this? Mm. What? What do you mean I have to stretch my hamstrings? Like, it's, it's a whole lot of things you don't consider. But because so much of TikTok is very choreography heavy mm -hmm. and you do have people who have a degree of training or they manage to, you know, catch it from a specific angle, they're thinking that, I want to do exactly this and that yeah. only. And they don't understand that before you can run or before you can fly, you got to learn how to walk, right. Right? right? So they go into the studio and they're expecting to, you know, woe their way through life and uh, do a whole bunch of this cool stuff. And no, you got to learn how to do the basics beforehand. Mm -hmm. You got to know how to pace yourself, count your rhythm, how to breathe properly. People, the amount of times that, you know, I see a TikToker passing out in dance class because they're too busy, you know, mouthing the words of the song. Uh. Like, no one do that. No one do that. Please save your oxygen. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it is a catfish in its own way. Am I yeah. happy that a lot of people are learning to dance? Um, mm -hmm. Absolutely. Is it so awesome to like, you know, like jump into like a cute little dance um when there's a certain song playing mm -hmm. and you hit on it with your friends that's awesome but don't expect the same if you want to get actual training because training mm -hmm. is its own thing yeah and it's going to require a lot from you especially if you expect some kind of i don't know career mm -hmm. out of dance that's yeah. going to require a lot of sacrifices yeah i think it's in dance you a lot of people are just not aware of that but i think in music it's it's not as big of an issue because a lot a lot of people have appreciation for musicians. I think, mm -hmm. you know, we lo we know a lot of mainstream musicians, but mainstream dance is not as big That's as true. music. That's so true. I think a lot of people are have more appreciation towards music creators and realize there's the work that goes into it. Mm -hmm. So they wouldn't necessarily go on TikTok and be like, oh, I can do this easily. <laughs> <laughs> but with dance, I, people are not as aware of it. That's true. But at the same time, kind of like I touched on earlier, it's honestly, it's been awesome to get people, you know, going yeah. up and saying that I'm mm -hmm. so interested in learning about this culture. Like, you know, TikTok inspired me to, mm -hmm. you know, take the first steps to learning about ballroom dance, to learn about mm -hmm. ballet, jazz, or, you know, even just to get more educated about that and actually help promote the Black Lives Matter movement mm -hmm. because so much of the hip hop culture that we know mm -hmm. and we appreciate stems from black communities so mm -hmm. of course we have to get educated and give back in our own way as much of as course. we can mm -hmm. so it's comes with pros and its own cons yeah. yeah and guys that has been our very very last question yeah um just to give a little summary on my end i don't hate tiktok i have <laughs> participated in many many trends that yes. are not even to do with djing <laughs> uh, somebody please check her out <laughs> please <laughs> give her the satisfaction she wants 
I think TikTok is, it's not really harmful in terms of the music industry. Mm -hmm. It's sad to see, as we talked about, the artists are being potentially offended or think that their music is being ridiculed. But um, I think, you know, it's, I don't think there's malicious intention with people using... In most cases. Right. In most cases, right. Awesome. Um, So I don't think, you know, it's TikTok and it's entertaining. So as long as it stays around, it's mm-hmm. it's gonna be it's gonna be there. exactly. I mean, same over here. I mean, the amount of times that I've done a TikTok with a bunch of friends, or you know, we did a cute little dance, it's a great way of spreading information. Social mm-hmm. media, it's a tool. You know, um, it can be used both for malicious intents, but it can also definitely be used as a learning tool to grow, to develop, make connections, have new experiences. TikTok has been absolutely awesome in mm-hmm. you know getting people to move getting people to appreciate dance especially in a time when all of us are so separated from mm-hmm. one another um so i appreciate it in that way can it be misleading in one way possibly but i mean i'm pretty sure that most of us can agree that social media is misleading in every social media every social media my is profile can be misleading my, my individual misleading. people are we are all playing this game <laughs> exactly so, exactly you know why yeah <laughs> exactly so that's what i'm saying that if you are interested in you know just diving deeper into either communities in music or in dance just get your hands dirty you know <laughs> um go out there take classes um follow people who propagated the art form you know ask the right questions Stay curious, stay inquisitive, um, get ready to drop some hot beats, you know? Yeah. Keep going. And so. get ready for our next episode. Absolutely. And thank you so much for our still three loyal followers. Hopefully it's still three. Hopefully it's still and three. And not two or one, one. Or one and a half or That's something. That's true. That's yeah. true. I mean, like, we're all dropping like flies. It's okay. It's almost exam season. <laughs> <laughs> we got this. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. It's been wonderful having you, and it's been wonderful chatting with you, Tal. It's been amazing talking to you, too. Yeah. So please stay tuned, and we'll see you next time for the next episode on Something Borrowed, Something New. Bye.